Em, can you believe we are in our third season of Interview Boss? Not really. It's crazy. But that means there are over 90 episodes we've made. (gasps) Oh my God. Scrolling through all of our episode titles, you might miss an episode that actually is exactly what you're looking for. Yes, we get so many messages of people asking us to do an episode on something and we're like, we already have. So we've put together playlists to help you find the episodes that are best suited to you. If you're applying for jobs, we have episodes about resumes, cover letters and job ads. If you've been offered your dream job, we have episodes on resigning, exit interviews and how to impress at your new company. Yes, and we even have a playlist for if you have an interview like tomorrow and you need just our most recommended episodes, just the ones you really need between now and then. Exactly. It is all there for you. You can browse by category. Check out the playlist at www.interviewboss.com.au forward slash podcast. It was, he was just super vague and just said, okay, see you soon. And I was like, what does that mean? Is that because we work in the same building or because... I'm going to be in this position soon, like, you know? <laughs> it, it was the latter, but I didn't know that at the time. So. It's definitely a good sign. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to Interview Boss. My name's Emma. I'm a third-year journalism student who's teamed up with my sister to give you advice, inspiration, and support when you're looking for a new job. Sarah is a HR and recruitment professional, and together we're excited to give you guys all the tips, tricks, and behind-the-scenes knowledge to help you in your career. Hey Em, today we're talking about when you walk out of a job interview, either on the phone, online or in person, and you're thinking, did that go well? I don't know. Yeah. How do I know if if I got the job or not? How do I know if it went well? The dreaded feeling, like you come out and people ask you how it is and you're like, oh, I mean, half of me thinks really well and I'm going to get it, but then I don't want to be, what if, I don't know, you don't know how to read them, like... I hate when people ask me how it went because I'm like, I don't want to say one thing and it actually went the other way. (laughs) But fear not because we have curated a little list of secret Intel little tips about ways to tell it might have gone well. Yeah, that's right. I've put together things you can look out for. Now, none of these is going to be a surefire thing of it. you're definitely getting the job. Disclaimer, disclaimer. Yeah, disclaimer. But they're good signs and I'll talk about a little bit you know, how you can work out. You can't deny a good sign. Yeah, love. we love some signs. We love, um, you know, this might be something that you're listening to as you're freaking out, you haven't heard back yet. This might ease your mind a little bit. Maybe it went a bit better than what you thought it did. So the Let's first get one, into it. The first one is they use kind of assumptive language. Instead of saying, if you get the job, they say, oh, well, when you start and things like that. They might even say, oh, you know, you would be managing three people instead of this, you know, this successful candidate would be managing three people. Really good sign because their language gives them away. This has happened to me recently um, in an internship interview. They, toward the end, instead of saying, yep, you can expect to hear back in a couple of weeks or blah, 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 he was just super vague and just said, okay, see you soon. And I was like... (laughs) What does that mean? Is that because we work in the same building or because I'm going to be in this position soon? Like, you know, it it was the latter, but I didn't know that at the time. It's definitely a good sign. Sometimes as an interviewer, you don't actually mean to do this and it's kind of bad. And sometimes I stop myself a little bit, but it's like you've already made up. subconsciously vibing you. Like, yeah. yeah. And sometimes it's okay to give that away as an interviewer, but like 
if I'm interviewing with someone else, I don't know what the other person thinks. And so I'm like yeah. hesitant. Gotta keep your poker face. Yeah. But if they let some of this stuff slip, it's a good sign because their subconscious is giving them away. Second thing that you might look out for is if the interview runs over time. So let's say it's scheduled for 30 minutes and it runs to 40 minutes or 45 minutes. In my experience, that's a really good sign. You don't waste time chatting to someone who you don't yeah. think there's any chance that you're going to hire. So If they most- suck, you're going to get them out of there ASAP, Rocky. Yeah, and unfortunately, that's the opposite sign. If it only went for 15 minutes, it was less than what you expected. Not a good sign. Unless something, Mm. you know, fully changed in the person's schedule and they had to rush out of the room. Normally, I find interviewers say, I really struggled to make that go for the right amount of time because I knew in the first 20 minutes that there was no chance that they were right for the role based on their first few answers. So if you run over time, it's a great sign. Hey, Job Hunters, big news. Our all-new course, Interview Academy, is live and ready to transform your interview game. It's all the strategies from Sarah's one-on-one coaching, but without the limited time slots. Yep, it takes you step-by-step-by-step through crafting your career story, coming up with your awesome best bits, and all the practice you need. And guess what? It's at a special launch price, never to be seen again. Get more information at interviewboss.com.au forward slash interview academy. It's linked in the show notes below. Next one is uh, body language mirroring. So if there's a lot of smiling and, you know, they're being really friendly. Have you seen this one before, Em? Yeah, I'd say so. I can tell the difference between times I haven't got the job and they're a bit more straighty 180 compared to when it's gone well and it's been fun. I feel like the body language and just vibe are a lot nicer. Yeah, it's a definitely a good sign. It's not 100% though because there have been times where I've been in an interview where someone's really tanking and they're doing like really badly and struggling to answer the questions. And in those situations, I feel really bad for the person and I'm actually trying to help them, you know, kind of guide them and answer the questions. So I'll give them a lot of smiles and nods. Um, so just be careful that it's not that. But in general, if they're mirroring your body language, they're copying you a little bit, that's a good sign. It means, you know, they're vibing with you a little bit. Good to know. This is this next one. I actually haven't seen this anywhere in the tips online, but this is my biggest tell. If I like someone in an interview, I sell them the dream. I'm talking perks. I'm talking all about the culture. I'm talking about the team. I'm finding anything good about this role and making sure I mention it to them because I want to make sure that they've had a good experience too and that if we offer them the role later, which normally I think that that's the case, I want them to accept. Have you ever seen someone kind of sell the role to you, Em, like talk about all the good parts? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, talking about where it can take you or their experience doing that role or the people that have, yeah, come before them. Like, yeah, I think definitely people have sold it's it. Like, it's like they've kind of flipped the script, right? Like, they are now making sure that you like them because they already know that they like you. So really good sign if you feel like there's been a big portion, particularly at the end. I think it's more relevant if it's been at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's next? They talk about next steps proactively. So we've got an episode about, you know, questions to ask at the end of an interview and normally the, the candidate's the one saying, hey, what's next? But if they proactively come out and said, okay, so what's going to happen next is blah, 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 
that can be a really good sign um, because they're preparing you for, you know, getting yourself ready and making sure that you're keen and interested and saying, hey, we're going to hear back, you know, we're going to get back to you really quickly. Yeah, this one, that one has happened to me. Someone's been like, what's your uni timetable like? How often does your current jobs roster come out? Like, yeah, notice period. That is a nice step. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're getting they're collecting information that would normally come later in the process. Like if they say, hey, you know, what are your reference contact details? That's another one of my tips here. Another reason why you shouldn't put your reference contact details on your resume, and we talked about that in our resume episode, gives you a great hint as to how that interview went. Because if they're asking, hey, can we have the phone number of that reference you mentioned? Then you know it definitely went well. They, it's going well. Yeah, they're not going to do references when they don't have to because it's not a fun job. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> exactly. And then I've actually I've actually got um, a bit of a counterintuitive one here that you may not expect. And I've seen a lot of interviewers do this. When they really like someone, they grill them. And so from the outside, you may actually think, wow, you're really hard on that person. You obviously don't think that they're right for the role and someone else got it really easy. But in actual fact, they like the person so much that they're thinking, okay, I'm going to really test them. I'm going to take it to the next level that I don't really need, you know, to tick these things off, but I'm going to, I'm going to push them to the limit a little bit. And it can actually be a really good thing. But the person sitting on the other side of that thinks, oh, they don't like me. They're being really harsh. But it can be them just wanting to dig deeper and find out if they can like you even more. Yeah, they're really wanting to get to the bottom of it. Whereas it's almost like being a bit uninterested in you, on the other hand, of like, yeah, I don't really care the deeper level of understanding because you're not going to get this job, you know. Whereas if they're grilling you to know lots of tiny little details, that can be a great sign. They're thinking... I want to work with this person. I need to know everything. Amazing. So we've had our interview. We've wondered how it went. So we listened to Interview Boss, this podcast. We felt better about how the interview went. What should we do next after that? First step is always decide whether you actually want the job or not. Remember, this is a two-way street. You've got to work out as soon as you walk out of the interview, how do I feel? Did I like them? Do I actually want to work there? If they offered me the job tomorrow, would I accept it? That's the first step. And I think if the answer is no, well, then you don't really need to worry about the follow-up process. (laughs) Just get out of this episode now. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. But if you do think, yep, I'm interested, I really liked that interview, I think the first thing you want to do while it's fresh in that notebook that you've got for preparing your questions, (laughs) um, you want to jot down what you learnt in the interview. So what are the nuggets of gold that came up? If there's going to be another interview stage or a second step or even to prep your references on what they they might ask about or what's really important to the Mm. company. You want to jot down, hey, they've got these challenges in the business. Um, They've got these milestones coming up. This is the culture. Um, You want to remember those things. So jot those down when it's fresh in your mind. Great advice. What else should we do? Follow-up email. Very few people do this. Even though I see this as really, you know, common advice all over the internet, you'd be surprised how little this happens after someone has an interview. Really? I've never heard to do that. Really? To send a follow-up email thanking. Well, there you go. If, no. if this is the first time you're hearing it, you should send an email saying, hey, thanks so much for your time today. I really enjoyed getting to hear about the role and about the company. 
just wanted to reiterate, I'm really excited. Um, Let me know if there's any more information you need from me. It's pretty short and sweet. You can even reference, I really enjoyed talking about X. If you talk, if you mentioned like an article or a thing, something that came up in the conversation, you can reference it and say, here's that thing that I mentioned. But it's a really great way to say, hey, thank you. I'm really interested. And it makes you stand out as like, you know, someone who's really keen on the process. A polite, enthusiastic. And that if you're sending that to the recruiter or to the manager, it's like a nice little fuzzy feeling for them going, oh, it was really nice to meet Emma. So really great way to stand out to send that follow-up email. What should we do if you haven't heard back and it's past the date that they told you you would hear? I mean, I know we know the advice is not to pester them if it hasn't even been when they've told you. But if they said you can hear back from us in a week and a half, it's been a week and a half. What's the criteria? Because I know a lot of people feel weird about it. I've heard some of my friends before say they have the mentality that if they wanted to offer them the job, they would have rang. Like, so there's no point calling back. Like, you know, what, 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 when, where, why, how, what, tell us, tell us. What do we think? What should we think? First of all, I would say there's a lot of reasons why you might not have heard back. And we actually have an an episode on why you might not have heard back. And that might be helpful for you to go back to. It might not be you. You not getting the job is only one possibility. There could be all sorts of things going on behind the scenes. Maybe they've had a crisis in the business and the recruiter or the HR person or the manager just has other things going on and they really want to give you the job, but there's just been other things happening. Okay, so, don't, don't get into our other episode. We have another episode on that. Yeah. Get what back do you to do? the question. <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> you send an email, you follow up. So this is why it's really key to know, hey, you said, you know, following up from our interview, it was great to meet you was hoping to hear on what are the next steps. Um, is there anything else you need from me? It's, it's a polite check-in. It can be, I would I would say email is the best way. If you've only been you in don't, phone. You don't have to be saying, hi, it's been longer than a week and a half and I've heard nothing. So I'm just wondering what the go is. It, yeah. No, wrong tone. Yeah, wrong you're, tone. Just, you're just polite. checking in. It's polite. Just, and again, if it's after the date that they told you you'd hear back, you're totally fine. You're not pestering at all. You're totally fine to follow up. Yeah. The other thing that you can do is even if it's before that time, but you've had another offer, you're allowed to follow up. Like all bets are off. You're allowed. If it's the next day and you've had an offer from a different job, but you really wanted that one, follow up. And do you say that you have a new interview or are you just still? Yes, absolutely. You say, hey, Emma, I really loved meeting with you yesterday. I just wanted to let you know that I have been made an offer from another business, um, but I was really interested in working for you. So if there's any way you could get back to me, um, you know, before the end of today, that would be wonderful. Again, email is probably my first preference, but a phone call, you know, can be okay here as well. Put the pressure on. Nice. And the other piece of advice is keep applying. You don't want all your eggs in one basket. You don't want to be all hanging on the one interview, wondering if it went well or not. Keep applying, distract yourself, move on. And if all goes well and they offer you the job, well, then that's amazing. But if they don't, then you've got the next job to to focus on. So there you have it. There's some clues that you can use to tell if your interview went really well. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back in your ears next week. Thanks so much for listening to Interview Boss. If you want to hear more from us, make sure you hit subscribe. We're a new podcast, so if you liked this episode, we'd really appreciate it if you could give us a review so we can help even more people. 
For more advice, inspiration, and a supportive community, join us in the Interview Boss Facebook group. We've been your job search besties and helped you in some way. There's a cool way you can support the show. Shout us a virtual coffee. We get a huge kick out of reading all of your success stories. Head to buymeacoffee.com forward slash interview boss and shout us a cuppa. If you keep us caffeinated, we can keep the content coming.